How are you? Hope you're fine. This is the Shaggy Show. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three. Good luck, Stevie. some drama ahead. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. I see your mental condition is improving. Is it metaphorical? Is it, is it deep? Is it deep? Look at boy. He's got all that shy. It's right. Blimey, Governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. Hello, boys. <laughs> 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 Hello and welcome to another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? I'm alright. So, what's this episode going to be about? Well, um... <laughs> It's it's about a number of things. It all gets a bit odd at one point. Um, it who does it centre around? Well, it centres around a number of the regulars. Um, it starts innocently enough. Well, I say that, but um, oh dear, oh dear. Look, let's run the theme music, and then I'll explain to you what's going on, and then we'll we'll join the action. All right, let's run that theme music. Darling, it's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> yes, but it's a positive thing, Paul. The High Life, the Shy Life. You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Uh, uh, I'll go anywhere for a potato. Delicious. Hello, Captain. How are you? You quite like a big fan, don't you, Paul? <laughs> go Shy Yeti. Oh, my he hasn't found out my secret. Maybe he has. I love the NHS, it's my favourite thing. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Yeah, I, I'm strangely drawn to get younger John's ankles as well. <laughs> I could eat more body weight in crisps <laughs> every day. Has anyone seen my hot sausage? It's all gooey and meaty and yum, 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 yum. It's the Shy Life Podcast. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Look, mommy, I'm famous. <laughs> Marvellous. Marvellous, Paul. Hi there. So, listeners, um, what's the episode about? Well, um, it all began um, during a Chinese meal that I had with uh, Cromarty, Yeti Uncle John and August the other day. Um, uh, you know we like our Chinese food. Not just Chinese, we're like Indian as well. We, we like all sorts of food, but um, yeah. Uh, do you remember when we had that Chinese meal and we all had like fortune cookies? And then yeah, everyone got uh, a little bit obsessed with um, uh, the results of of well what they found in their fortune cookies. Although they were really very general things, but I think probably let it sort of influence. Um, the future is relationship with Milo. That's how serious it was. Although, to be fair, things hadn't been going very well. Eddie Uncle John got all... all well, he got all focused on, on his results as well. Uh, mine were just very general about me having adventures. I always have adventures. But it really was almost as if they knew it was going to be opened by me. But uh, So, why was August over at the house, you may be asking? 
Uh, where was Bettina? Well, that was a good point. Bettina had been in London all day, uh, talking to her agent about future projects, and she wasn't sure when she was going to get back. It was around the time when Bettina and August had been having workmen over at the house, and I think the electricity was going to be off uh, most of the day, so we had August over with us. He did a little tour of the Magpie Hut, and and uh, we played some cards, and Cromartine, he did stuff down in the uh, laboratory. Um, and, yeah, and then along came the um, the Chinese meal. Now, you know, things things were fine. Think Things were, um, yeah, they were all right. Um, but, but later in the evening uh, and the following day, things got even weirder. Um, because, well, as you see, Bettina turns up and uh, turns out she'd had something on her mind as well. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, so, anyway, I think we should probably join um, our evening... Uh, the, the night of the Chinese meal and uh, yeah we don't learn we'd had our meal and we were left with four fortune cookies yup four I don't know if you want to be part of this. Oh, what do you mean? Of course I want to be part of it. What's going on? Well, August, um, I think we can all agree we had a, a very nice meal, right? Oh, yes, a very nice meal. Yes, and, uh, well, uh, what's left, though, is that we haven't eaten our fortune cookies. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, I think Bettina mentioned something about this. Didn't you all have rather strange fortunes last time? Well, they did seem very appropriate. Yes, they did. Very appropriate. I'm a little bit nervous about doing it again. Who knows? Well, we don't have to. We can just chuck them in the bin if you like. You can't just chuck the future in the bin, Paul. Yes, Uncle John, these are fortune cookies. They're hardly very accurate. Yes, but it's very easy to say that. Um, but, you know, all of the fortunes last time, you know, they, they, they did fit very well. I know, I know. So, August. Do, do you want to uh, do, do you want to choose one? Oh yes, of course I do. Okay, well I'm recording this for the podcast. Oh yes, of course. And um, listeners, we have four fortune cookies, three red ones, and a green one. I suppose we should ask August to choose first. Oh, thank you. Um, well, I think I'd like that green one. All right. Um, well, go ahead, August. Uh, take your take your fortune cookie, and uh, yeah, um, we'll see. You'll be taking. Yeah, yeah, very exciting. Oh, they're very pretty, aren't they? There you go. I've got it in my paw. Are you sure they're edible, Paul? Oh yes. So what do I do? Break it in the middle. Yep. And I can eat them. Yes, eat them, but don't don't eat the actual um, message. All right. 
Oh, it's a bit stale. Not the most pleasant thing I've ever eaten. <laughs> no. Um, so what does your um, fortune say? Let me have a look. You will be graced by the presence of a loved one soon. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, well, um, uh, th that must be Bettina. Oh, well, yeah, it's very appropriate. That, that, that is really weird. I suppose you're right. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, Bettina should be showing up soon. Um, how weird. These fortune cookies are very clever, aren't they? Oh, you're beginning to believe them now, Paul. I'm not sure about that. So who wants to go next? Um, uh, shall I? Okay. Um, we've got three red ones, so I'll take uh, the one in the middle. Okay. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Mine was a little bit sombre last time. I do hope there's more joy this time. I hope this one isn't as uh, stale as the one that... Uh, um, Old uh, August just had. I know, I don't know how long it had been sitting there. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> yeah. I, I crack it open. Let me. Oh dear, it's a bit caught. Uh, dear. Oh, I think I have it. Uh, oh dear. Be careful. You don't want to tear it. No. Oh, dear. oh here it comes. Uh, let me try the cookie. Oh, it's quite crunchy. Mm. <laughs> well, that's something at least. <laughs> yeah. So, what does yours say? Um, oh, golly. Um, your financial gains in life are about to begin. Your financial gains are about to begin. Comedy, that, that's, that's interesting. That's good. Well, I mean, if it happens... And I have been a bit worried about my finances recently. That's why I started working in the supermarket part-time. Yes, yes, of course. But maybe, uh, maybe you're going to have some luck with one of your, uh, you know, um, inventions or something. I guess, I guess so. I mean, uh, there are various things in, in the pipeline that I've not been paid for, but uh, I wasn't sure. Well, uh, I know, I wonder. Well, that sounds very positive, Cromarty. Very positive indeed. Yeah, doesn't it just? Um, go on then, Yeti Uncle John. You choose. The one on the left or the one on the right? Uh, well, um, oh, I'll, I'll go for left. All right. Another red one. Yeah, matches me eyes. Yeti Uncle John, I, I do that joke. Yeah, it's a joke that runs in the family, Paul. <laughs> yeah, come on. Oh, that's it. Oh dear, it's a quite tough one. Makes me cough. I feel bad that uh, poor August got a, 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 a stale one. Oh, it's all right. I wonder if, I wonder if this one's going to be stale. Oh, it, oh, it broke quite nicely. Let's have a go. Oh. Oh, but I'm going to eat it. I'm a bit hungry, actually. Go on. Oh. Mm. 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 That's pretty crunchy. Maybe the green ones are older or something. No, oh, that could be it. 
Oh, she's just alright. Come on then, yes, Uncle John. Read your fortune. Uh, alright. You will soon be honoured by someone you respect. Oh, that sounds nice, yes, Uncle John. Yeah. I wonder who it could be. Who do you most respect, yes, Uncle John? Oh, I don't know. There's a number of people, but I, I mustn't say, just in case it affects the fortune. Oh, it does sound very positive, yes, Uncle John. Yes. Oh, I shall wait with uh, bated breath. Well, don't forget to breathe, will you? No, no, I won't forget to breathe, Paul. Oh dear, oh dear. Go on then, Paul. You've got the last one. Yep, so I have another red one. I'm hoping this one's going to be crunchy as well, as we were saying. It seems like the green one was the, um, you know, the slightly... Uh... The slightly stale one. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Feels uh, okay. <laughs> uh, right. Here we go. I'm gonna break it open. Oh, it's crumbly. It sort of broke with a uh, a crunch there. Let me have a go. Mm. Mm. Mm, yeah, that's crunchy. Oh yes, it does sound like it has a crunch. It does a bit, doesn't it? Oh dear. It was just me who was unlucky. <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry, August. No, it's okay. What have you got then, Paul? Um, oh, um, yeah, this is a good one. Your future will be happy and productive. Oh, well, that's nice. Yes. I mean, producing lots of episodes of the Shy Life podcast, probably. Hmm. I must admit, that whole um, prediction about adventure, if your life's boring, you know, I'm in two minds about adventure. <laughs> you know? Oh, yes, I, I suppose you must be. Interesting. Your future will be happy and productive. Well, that's nice, Paul. Yes, yes, very nice. Yes, well, uh, uh, it'll be difficult to prove that one, won't it? You're always being productive. You know, these varying results. <laughs> Thanks, Yeti Uncle John. Well, um, I guess there's not much we can do about it now. Well, I'm just glad there was nothing awful or bad. No, no. Not that the fortunes last time were, were bad as such. I mean... You know, Cromarty, you made a good decision to, to move on. Yes, yes, I guess so. Well, August, have we heard anything from Bettina? Is she on her way? Uh, let me check my phone. Oh, yes, I've, I've got a text. She, she'll be here in ten minutes. Uh, listeners, she's coming in on the train. Um, then August and, uh, and Bettina will be going home. Um, but anyway, as I say, that's why everyone's here tonight. Uh, yes, I, I was at a loose end. I didn't want to get in the way of the workmen. No. Um, what were they doing? What were they doing? Yes, the workmen. Oh, they're replacing our lavatories. Oh, all of them? Yes, they all need replacing. You can go sat on them a bit hard. They're a bit cracked. Oh, blimey, August. Tadina says I have a big bum. Oh, really? Oh, dear. <laughs> she is brutally honest. Oh, dear, she is. I don't think you've got a big bum. Uh, August, it just looks like a normal bum. Well, yes, I, I must admit, I, I wouldn't have thought that you would be the cause of it. I mean, that house is old. I mean, if anybody has been sitting on those toilets uh, for many years, it's Bettina. I mean, you've already been living there, uh, 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 you know, a year or, or slightly more or whatever it is now. Oh, well, I don't want to say anything. But yes, it did occur to me. Well, anyway, um, 
listeners, I think it's time for you to listen to a clip, a, a chat, or, or a piece of music or something. And then when we come back, Bettina should be here, hopefully. But uh, mm, those fortunes, eh? Uh, we'll have to keep an eye on those <laughs> to see if anything particular um, comes up. <laughs> yes, anything particular. Um, listeners, have a listen. So, listeners, we've just been watching. Um, well, we're having a bit of a watch of, of different shows tonight. And uh, what have we just watched, Nick? We have just watched um, an episode of The Mind of Mr. J.G. Reader from 1969, season one. And, um, and it's called Strange Case. Yes. Which is a bit of a vague title, but it was a good episode and uh, featured a young. Um, t- uh, what's his face? Um, Edward Fox. Yeah. <laughs> Often met as a kid. Every kid, kid. It was Ali, Ali's choice. He's, he's Ali, Ali's choice. This was Ali's did choice. You, yeah, yeah. Did you did you enjoy that your choice? Yeah, I, I just I just remember the fact that um, all the way through, um, you get this pompous ass, be it being a pompous ass, and um, and everybody thinks he's a right like pompous um, ass. No, that that he's an absolute rogue and a bounder and all the rest of it, and he actually turns out in the end to be sort of just this sort of pathetic, like good guy who just needs to escape life. Oh, yeah. well, we never go was the pompous ass. He was. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know. Nick, Nick, and the banjo playing, following everybody around, is quite fun. Yeah, oh, oh. it's a nice show. It, it was done at um, uh, at the um, uh, it's shown quite regularly at. Pictures. Well, yeah, funny that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's an insane little series. Um, Alan did me a copy years ago. My friend Alan did me a copy years ago, and uh, oh, I never that one. Yeah. Oh, I've watched it now. I've seen it. Yeah. Considering the amount of media is. What were you? I think I think twenty eight percent of the shares are in the Sindon household. For those who enjoy. Oh, hang on. Excuse me. Adam's interrupting. Preempting, Mr. Reader. Well, yeah. I mean, For those Doctor Who fans out there, the lead part of J.G. Reader is played by Hugh Burden, who played the lead Orton in the first Orton story. Channing. Channing. Uh-huh. Sinister Channing. Who's um, controlling your mind? Yes. Um, without his wig on <laughs> this one, but um, no, it, it's a nice little, nice little show. Though it took us ages to get around to buying the box set, but we got it in the end. Um, yeah, it's quite lucky that all of it exists. Uh, I don't yeah. think all of it exists. Oh. Um, it I, doesn't I, say that. It, did, did, it seemed to infer well, it did. But also, uh, there, I think there was, I think at least one of the episodes um, should have been in colour, but there was a dispute. Um, there was some sort of industrial dispute, and it went. Went out in black and white. I think most of them went out in colour. There are a few colour episodes, um, but um, yeah, that was, that was good. 
And uh, did, did, uh, did I? Inj- I think I introduced you to JG Reader, didn't I? Because we got that take from yeah, we got it, a, it, a couple it, of episodes from Alan. Yeah, it was sort of on a. I can't remember. It was just the odd sort of episode in there, and I was like, "Oh, is it different?" I think the character appeals because he's he's kind of just so mild-mannered and geeky, and <laughs> he's, he's not your average sort of hero, uh, smug hero, really, is he? And very, very polite, very polite. Yes, I like my TV heroes polite. In fact, our next TV hero is also polite. Uh, Andy's choice, and Adam Adam lives. Um, the Allah is not always with us, um, which is a, g- a good one by the inestimable Tony Williamson, who wrote many uh, an Avengers episode. Um, so, uh, what season is that? Season one. One, yeah. There's, there's only two episodes of series two left. Yeah, I think uh, most of series one exists, and uh, only two episodes of series two. But fortunately, the one of the episodes of series two that exists is the. The whole the premise is his girlfriend went over to the dark side. This is deadly <laughs> enemy, and um, we obviously he gets frozen um, and comes back in 1966. But we actually get to meet his um, spoilers, by the way. Nice. Um, his his um, his girlfriend yeah. as an old lady, and um, and he's, she's still in the uh, throw throw of the face. Um, but no, it's a lovely little series. Um, I, it's anyway, in many ways, I prefer it to the Avengers. It's, it's, yeah. Gerald Harper's a great lead, and he's still with us. And he's still with us, um, even if he's never seen Blake Seven. Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, ju- ju- I think <laughs> just before Can't this. Have that well, yeah, I mean, let's <laughs> just before this episode, um, just before the sorry, just before the box set came out. Um, one episode was actually discovered that was missing for years. That's D for Destruction, which features Patrick, Patrick Troughton in the role just before he became Doctor Who. Um, Is that the one the where he's smoking? Doctor, no. Oh. Um, it's D, no, that, that's D, something different. D for Destruction, it? yes. He plays an army officer in D for Destruction. And, and well, what, what's the one where he gets chased and he, in, and he gets caught at the end? What, what program is that one? Oh, what, Patrick Trump? Yeah. Or, uh, oh, right. No, that's um, Bogner. Oh, that's Bogner. Sorry. Yeah, Patrick, sorry, we're going off to town I have, here. I, yeah. have, I have Hadley that he was in in the same yeah. yeah. But I also have the series that he, I think he plays the same character about a newspaper. Oh. Um, there's, a, there's a, yeah, I can't remember what, that, what oh, that's called. Oh, that sounds good, yeah. yeah. No, uh, what Andy's referring to is the light-hearted detective series Bogner which we've got mm. where Patrick Chowton plays the baddie mm. um, sorry another spoiler um, and um, there's a lovely scene at the end where they, they go they go chasing each other around an airport and the next time you, you know they're together just having a fag break mm-hmm. I just thought goody and baddie stop chasing each other and have a fag break that is just so cool <laughs> <laughs> I was actually doing front of house at the Axis Church where the lady in Bogner was doing a reading. Lady Bogner. <laughs> and I recognised her from Bogner, and she was so chuffed, she bought me a bottle of wine. Yeah. Because she, she had such wonderful <laughs> memories from it. And I was just like, wait! Now, why didn't I do that with Molly Sugg? Did I, I, I know. you from Come Back, Mrs. No? I'd get a bottle over me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've just watched some Adam Adamant from 19... 19- 66. Um, what do we go for? Ali, Ali, isn't, Ali is not always with you. <laughs> <laughs> Ali, Ali is not always with you. And, um, 
What were your thoughts? I I, I enjoyed it immensely. A cracking I, episode. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, uh, Tony Williamson who wrote it. He wrote a lot of the early Adam Adamants, and he he was uh, for me he was the best writer for it because he just got the the whole. Um, I don't know. He just he, he just knows how to put a romp together, and mm. and it's the central characters really good, and it's just a, it's just a lovely little series, um, and uh, it was a nice 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 little neat little plot, larger than life baddie. Did you enjoy it? Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. I haven't seen any for a while, but so that, this this one was Andy's choice. Mm. Um, when when did you? first discover Adam uh, it may have possibly been reading an episode of Time Screen mm-hmm. so I'm pretty sure it was in one of the issues there so, <laughs> and that had been around the time we were swapping tapes left mm. right and for a person or two anything that came along was, oh I remember that let's, have, let's get that as well and, mm. I have to say that I, I, I think Toby brought you know he introduced uh, Andrew Trowbridge brought us a lot of stuff. I didn't really, didn't really go onto my radar until about 2001 or so, when I got hold of one of the tapes. And I thought, this is this is very enjoyable. It's been, we we yeah, it's not since very very late. I, yeah, yeah. I, I did come late to it. Um, I was sort of aware of the episodes and seen bits of it, but I think I I just it was a early noughties when I sort of sat up and watched it. This is from the box set from 2006, and. Um, the ep- what struck me is the episode's really nicely remastered. There, there some really, really and we uh, all the negative been shown very often, have they? <laughs> no, this is indeed. You pay very much. So this is very right. true. So uh, I, I can't. I don't think all of them are uh, as. I and mean, then they're pretty, they're all pretty well spruced up, but. Mm. Uh, uh, this this was a, a very, good, very nice example. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, who's Adam Adamant? What, uh, what is the who is Adam? What is the what is the adventurer who um, was thwarted by a, an evil baddie in in the sort of Victorian age, and he was fro- as a punishment, he was frozen uh, alive in in a tomb of ice. And uh, it, the premise is he's refrozen in 1960s uh, def- defrosted in 1960s like a Victorian Captain America indeed um, <laughs> uh, terribly British terrib- more, all the Victorian moral standards and, and the sort of um, very much the outlook and um, he uh, tackle he go, goes around battling evil it's basically a, a, an Avengers for the BBC yeah I, I, I actually yeah, think it's, 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 was it produced by Verity? It was yes yeah, yeah. Verity Lambert who of course Pioneer Doctor Who, um, and it's Verity in her when her biography says that she didn't feel they exploited the the um, the, the the concept enough. I'm not so sure. I I I, I think it's a very very enjoyable show. Um, I no, no, I, I I would say that they they did do do a good job, and and uh, Gerald Harper's superb in the. And I also like very much like Jack May as yeah. the, as the butler. He's just so funny, um, and of course it was almost um, someone completely different. John Dawson, who was one of the Time Lords in Deadly Assassin, you know, uh, oh. he was on his robe in the first episode. Well, that, so. uh, he was going to be um, the, the butler, and then he did his back in. <laughs> um, but knowing him, having seen him in other things. <laughs> I can't imagine him doing as good a job as Jack May does, yeah. um, but uh, it's uh, not 
all the episodes, a lot, most of the episodes of series one exist. Series two, unfortunately, only has the two episodes. And uh, yeah, it'd be nice if <laughs> nice if a few of them resurface. <laughs> uh, to, to, to kind of, but no, um, it's got that larger than life Avengers quality. Um, and I, 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 I think I. You could have the, the saint could do this episode. You wouldn't notice the difference. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you could you, you could substitute that international, uh, very European baddies and um, yeah, lots of film work. But yeah, yeah, occasional punch up. <laughs> well, we 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 were saying during it that uh, it has the feel of a very much the, the feel of an ITC series, only in black and white. But I actually rather like it in black and white. There's there's something mm. earthly and sort of come home. Kathy, you know, um, about uh, about the sort of that, that black and white concept, which sort of sets it apart from the ITC series. But uh, I don't know. I, it, it, it was it wasn't deemed successful enough to come back for third season. But I I, I, I like what we've got. Yeah, I, I I think it's a nice. It's good. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I thought it was great. But then I'm biased. I like all the other elements. I remember buying it when we were on holiday, and mm. it's also it's a very very nice box set. It's uh, got got a proper um, thing, in a proper booklet done by Andrew Pixley. He was the the main kind of telefantasy um, archivist, and I just wish Blake Seven and well Survivors is actually quite nicely packaged, but specifically mm. um, Doom Watch I think would have been a nice release like this, but. The, the, it was a rather I'm glad we got it but it was a rather cobbled together release that uh, you can't even see the episode what episodes are which um, on the on the Doom Watch ones so whose time slip book is really good yes ooh time slip mm. I haven't actually got around to buying that yet but I'm looking forward to that's definitely on my wants list um, I'm assuming the booklet is his anyway yeah oh, I'm sure it is <laughs> most things seem to be him <laughs> but yes um highly enjoyable so now we're going to move on to Batman we're going to move on to Batman uh, an egghead episode Uh, I'm I'm just trying to think how many uh, did he do more than one he did oh okay he did yes yeah this is this is a season three one um a very confusing conclusion yes Um, (laughs) it was of this one well you were supposed to choose but yeah but I didn't have a particular I didn't have one or there's one where the cliffhanger is Robin gets eaten by a giant clam (laughs) 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 Uh, well I thought as I didn't have a particular one in mind that uh, I was happy for Andy to to choose this one and then if if I don't like it I can blame I can blame Andy (laughs) 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 happily confused was a long day oh dear oh dear how did uh, uh, your meetings go my darling oh not too bad oh, dear still all that traveling 
So are you, what, you were going to see your agent? Yes, just about a few appointments coming up, a few events, a few, oh, a little bit of uh, voice work that I'm doing, but, uh, oh, yes, oh, it was fun. Oh, yeah, uh, I was wondering if I should get an agent. You don't need an agent yet, Uncle John. No, you know, Ick was considering it. Yes, but that wasn't Ick, was it? It was the fake Ick. Well, oh, I guess so, but... Uh... Oh, darling, it depends what you're, you're doing, I suppose. Um, you know, what exactly would you achieve um, having an agent? Well, you know, better terms and conditions working on the Shardoff podcast. Oh, darling, I think you get it easy. You what? You should be paying Paul. He's bringing your name to attention. Yes, exactly. Had you ever thought about that? It's a, it's a two-way thing. Yes, fair enough. Um, oh, getting my name out there, thanks to Paul, I suppose, but uh, the, the show just wouldn't be, you know, <laughs> what it is if it wasn't for me, though. So, yeah, it's uh, uh, it's just a matter of appreciation. Oh, I appreciate you, Yeti Uncle John. I mean, your life story has been most entertaining. Not just for me, but for the but for the listeners. Oh, yes, very entertaining indeed. I don't like the tone of your voices. What are you saying? You're being sarcastic. Oh, darling, let's not start an argument. Oh, no, we don't want that. No, no, we don't. Uh, anyway, um, did you want a cup of tea or...? Oh, darling, I think, I think we're just going to leave. Um, I did have a coffee on the train. Um, I, I think, I think, um, yes, I think we should just get back. Uh, did you want me to chauffeur you back? Uh, Bettina? Oh, darling, that would be wonderful. Yes. Oh, drive us. You drive us. I'll, I'll, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, I just want a word with, uh, with Paul. No, in, in the kitchen, darling. Just about business. Uh, all right. I'll just get my coat. <laughs> yes. Um, it's been lovely having you here, August. Oh, yes, thank you. Thank you. I wonder if, uh, those fortune cookies will, uh, come true. Do you think? Uh, maybe, who knows? They were pretty general this time. Yeah, but still, it's uh, fortune cookies. You, you can't, uh, you know, you, you just can't. Can you? Can't what? Well, you know, uh, uh, ignore them. I suppose not. Oh, dear, oh dear. So, uh, Bettina, uh, uh, what was it? Darling, are you free tomorrow? Um, yes, yes. I just, um, I just want you to pop over. That's all. Just, just something. Oh, all right. What, what exactly? No, I can't tell you. It, it would just sound stupid. Um, yes. Um, I want you to see the, uh, you know, the, the, the improvements that the builders and workmen have been doing. Uh, um, I think you'll, you'll notice then. <laughs> um, hmm. Sure, sure, but that's not the only reason you want me to come over. No, no, darling, it's not. Uh, anything wrong? Anything concerning your meeting today? Anything about the agent? Are they saying I should pay you a fee for being on the show? Oh, no, darling. No, 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 no. Oh, you get me for free. <laughs> no, it's a privilege. Um, no, it's it's something else. It's a little bit strange. Not August again. You not heard from Hubert Gentry or something? No, 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 none of that. No, nothing, no. Um, no, look, 
Um, I'm sorry, I, I don't like to leave it such a mystery, but uh, but I, I think um, I feel very silly and I can't talk to August about it. It's very, very odd. I don't quite know how to explain it or I don't even know what to do about it, even if it was the case. But I want to tell somebody. I need to tell somebody. All right, all right, all right. Is, is August going to be around? Oh, darling, he'll be busy in his studio. Would you come round, maybe afternoon tea? I'll get Douglas to... To prepare something. That, that's fine. Yes, that's fine. All right. Okay, darling. Well, I better go. Okay, right. Yes, yes. Um, It'll be fine. Anything I need to know about that's been going on whilst I've been away? We had some Chinese food and um, and there were some fortune cookies. Uh, oh, can I see them? Um, yeah, I suppose so. Uh, here you go. Uh, uh, A bit on the back. Who's, whose was who? Oh, okay. Cromarty, your financial gains in life are about to begin. Well, I hope that works out for him. You know, then he can quit that job at the supermarket. Yeah, hopefully he's going to get some research grant or something. I know that's where his heart is, as, as you know. Um, he's, he's very good in that supermarket, but it's, I know it's not him, not really. No, darling. What about this? Oh, uh, this is your Uncle John's. You will soon be honoured by someone you respect. Well, who respects it, Uncle John? Uh, the magpies? <laughs> they don't respect him. No. Uh, um, Reginald? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, here's mine. Your future will be happy and productive. Does that just mean you're going to be releasing lots of episodes of the podcast, which get a few listeners? Yeah, probably. <laughs> and uh, this one's August, is it? Oh, I've got it upside down. That's better. Uh... You will be graced by the presence of a loved one soon. I think that means you. Oh, well, it's all come true already, hasn't it? It has. <laughs> has he got any other loved ones? Um, no, not that I can think of. No, it must be, must be me. Of course it's you, my darling. My fortune has come true. Oh, August, there you are. All right, well, we're going to go now. Yeah, I've got me coat. Uh, I'm ready to drive you. Oh, thank you, darling. And I'll see you tomorrow, Paul. Yes. Yes, all right. Bye now. Bye. Goodbye, darling. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> goodbye. Oh, yes, goodbye, Bettina. Oh, yes, goodbye, goodbye. Thank you for a lovely evening. <laughs> well, I won't be long, Paul. I'll come straight back. Uh, are you sleeping here tonight or in the magpie hut? Uh, uh, I might sleep here if that's all right. That's fine. It's fine. Bye. What is all that about, Paul? Um, I'm not actually sure. You're not sure? Well, she said she wanted me to come to the house. Said it was nothing to do with August, nothing to do with the agent that she saw today, but she literally wouldn't say what it was about. She mentioned the workmen and the, the builders and, and said she wanted, well, but she said that also wasn't quite what she wanted to discuss. So it's a mystery. Yeah, it's a mystery. Um, she seemed a bit embarrassed about it. Oh, I wonder what it could be. Well, you'll be the first to know. <laughs> oh, so what? You're going over for afternoon tea tomorrow? Yeah. I heard you telling her about the uh, about the fortune cookies. Yes. Well, I think August's one definitely came true with the arrival of Patina. Yes, yes, we can cancel that one out. Mine was so general that uh, um, I guess, you know... I'm always productive. Are you happy? No. Mostly. 
Um, and what about you? I guess we have to wait and see. Um, are you expecting another research grant? Um, there is some things in the pipeline. Maybe they will give me a, a rise at the supermarket. I guess there's that possibility. But what about Yeti Uncle John? Um, he'll soon be honoured by someone you respect. Um, oh, just a minute. Um, I went the wrong way around when I was talking to Patina. Um, it's not somebody who respects him, it's somebody he respects. Who, who does he respect? Oh, well, um, I'm not sure. He doesn't act like he respects any of us. Um, does he respect the magpies? I mean, they don't respect him. They like him, I think. Uh, well, that's a bit of a mystery, isn't it? Anyway. Uh, well, listeners, it's... I think I'm going to turn in. Um, might have a busy afternoon tomorrow, so, uh, yeah. You sound quite tired, Paul. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to go and check my emails in case I've, I've heard from, you know, the, uh, the, the the grant people. What research are you uh, um, looking to do? Not more stuff about the vegetables, you know, like last year. No, Paul. No, not after you ate that one. And also after your Uncle John and his fear of fruit. I know he wasn't really afraid of fruit, but no, I, I've got something else in the pipeline, but it's it's difficult to explain to you. I, I'll try and explain if I get the money, I suppose. <laughs> All right, I'm not the best scientist. Um, yes, you might baffle me. Blind you with science, Paul. Yes, something like that. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, listeners, uh, maybe some music, uh, something else, I don't know. Some park clip, quiz see how it goes and uh, yes uh, next time we speak I'll probably be over at Bettina's yes 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 <laughs>which wasn't really a two-parter that we watched uh, caused some consternation because it seemed to be two single episodes but both with the egghead and his friend Olga um, uh, yeah (laughs) I think I preferred the second one out of the two even though it was the more odd the thing is with um, it's hardly exaggerated exactly exactly Um, I the thing is, most of our, I think probably most of our memories of Batman, it was certainly from Andy and I, would come from the 1976-77 Monday afternoons um, after Clapperboard. Um, oh, yes. Um, they, they would, most of our, most of the things seem to come from series one. I don't think I saw a series three episode ever until I got the box set. Um, I don't remember Batgirl, absolutely at all um but yeah i mean, I they're, mean they're, they're very entertaining but i think by series three maybe they were losing the plot of like <laughs> in the first this is a like a two-parter because olga and egghead are the main baddies but there doesn't seem to be any continuity between at the first episode and the second episode uh, um yeah. you know they're, 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 he seems to have a completely different plan in both 
<laughs> there's a good monster in the second one, which wasn't really a monster. Yeah. The the dinosaur. Thing. The dinosaur, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought he belonged on an episode of Lost in Space. Yeah, I, mean, I can no, imagine him chasing Doctor Smith. I think Andy just towards this episode because he was baffled by the end. I'm still one. baffled by the end. <laughs> they <laughs> went it. They don't give any answers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's implausible. I mean, obviously the the, the whole key to the Adam West Batman is it's very tongue in cheek and everything, but. By now, it's pretty bonkers. <laughs> yeah. But that, I mean, that's well, you used to have some kind of wild explanation for yeah. things. Over ridiculous. I wonder if I saw. Never trying this time. I wonder if I saw some of the nineteen seventy six, seventy seven repeats, and that's why. Because I know when I, what I did see a Batman. I, I was too scared to watch it because of the title sequence, which would infer that I was very young. That's why I was scared. But I, I just uh, I, I I what would have been in my last to, right at the end of my last year at, at infant school, and I was just captivated by the over the top, the whole the heightened reality and the baddies and very colourful, distinctive baddies. You had the Joker. The, the bookworm, the, the penguin, the, 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 I, I just loved all Pop that stuff. King. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The King Tut. So, not, so we didn't read comics at the time. That's the only, besides maybe there's that, whatever the, the cartoon was, that was the only exposure to Batman. So Absolutely. it didn't any difference. So that was like, you know, full on dramatic Batman action. Absolutely. What didn't realise it was camp or anything like that until, you know, <laughs> years later. I, I suppose um, it. it it was a, it was a filler on late night late mm. um, between Garrison's gorillas and UFO. So I, I suppose I suppose I, I sort of watched it watched it then I suppose. But um, and that was your first sort of exposure to yeah, late night late. Yeah, I mean I mean you've got late night late. You had nineties. Yeah, sort, of, sort of mission Mission Impossible, Garrison's gorillas, not to, UFO. Not forgetting New Avengers. Um, Night Gallery. Also, um, Night Gallery. Also, um, Mission Impossible on TV. Yeah, you had loads, absolutely loads of different things on there. Um, Department S and yeah. You know, yeah, um, and um, but no, um, and all Hopkins deceased. I remember. I mean, I'd not heard or heard of it before, but it was um. Yeah, I, mean, I can still remember those episodes. I distinctly remember the episodes, the first episodes I saw. I think it was a Joker one, and the King Tut one, and then a um, Bookworm one, and the Penguin one. We watched a Bookworm one before, what, like a year or so ago. Now, yeah. I, I actually quite like the more obscure ones, like Bookworm and, and the Mad Hatter. I, I'd quite like those. to see the, the Joan Collins one next time. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes. And there's, there's two Mr. Freezes as well. Yes. I think it's three Mr. Freezes. Because <laughs> there was one, and, and then Otto Preminger was the one, the one, the, the famous tyrannical director that mm. nobody liked working with. Um, and. There were three Catwomen, weren't There's three Catwomen. Maybe I'm missing it up with Catwomen. Yeah, but there was one, certainly. One was just for the film. Yes, yeah, so there were yeah. certainly two. Catwoman yeah. was a bit like the master because she, she kind of got killed off in every single story and then kind of always, times, yeah, and, and <laughs> sort of miraculously came back. Um, as far as I'm aware, Julie Newmar is still alive. She's the, was the original? Yeah. Well, original Catwoman. Mm. And um, 
she is in the um, Return to the Batcave, the film that they did in the noughties, mm-hmm. where they uh, Adam West and Burt Ward uh, came back, and they, there's a fic- there's a, a fictional well, then, no, there's a dramatized version of the actual events that happened behind the scenes, and Adam West and Burt Ward sort of brought it back into action. And uh, Frank Gorson was just about still alive then, so that he came back as the Riddler. And, um, and Jude is. Ooh. Jude knew. I think Jude knew. Was, was it Adam West? Was it The Simpsons that they did in Adam yeah, West? Yeah, yeah, I think he, he did it. <laughs> and he was also in Big Bang Theory, I think. Uh, uh, oh, right. I didn't um, know that. Adam West. Yeah. But he always. Um, he was a good sport. Yeah, I, I got the feeling he, he was a good sport. He, he enjoyed sort of the, um, the Batman vibe mm. um, but he no, didn't mind being recognised as yeah. Batman let's put it that way mm. but no everyone was a good laugh to stick on them. Mm. and that sort of heightened reality was very much a 60s thing it's uh, very um, B movie <laughs> in a good way yeah, yeah. yes in, in a very colourful oh my story. goodness <laughs> very very much almost fourth wall steps you yeah know. <laughs> anyway, right. Um, you're going to choose something. I am, yes. Um, I'm. I don't know. I, I I'd like to stick on the um, professionals, but would people last the course? I don't know. But we we saw professionals. I, not the last visit, but this is the visit we did. before. So I I'm thinking shadows. more shadows. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, for my next trick with Scribes with <laughs> that's exactly the one I was thinking because that's that, the only one I actually remember <clears throat> it is one I saw when it first televised yeah. um, Shadows was a children's series with Supernatural and I can just about remember the last episode of the first series with, which was called The Other Window which was advertising looking just about the time I started buying it in 75 um, but I actually remember two episodes of the last season. Don't remember anything of this. Um, I didn't see anything of the ninth, third, second season, which was 1976. But I do remember this and the man who hated children, which was the the other episode. I remember uh, George A. Cooper, who ended up as the caretaker in Grange Hill. Mm. Um, but this one is features Clive Swift, who's Keeping Up Appearances, Revelation of the Daleks, and um, written by PJ Hammond, who was really good at this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, did created Sapphire and Steel. Let's do it. Let's do it. Holy shadows, Batman. <laughs> uh, did we enjoy Shadows? Yeah. I yes. Loved, I yes. loved it. I, I think it's probably the best Shadows episode because it's just got it, it's got the most memorable yeah. Yeah. it's got a feel of toes and the unexpected and also yeah. more Sapphire and Steel because it's written by PJ Hammond uh, who's really good at lonely characters that are normal kind of failures and, and pro- proper proper human characters that really come into well the whole essence of of um, Shadows was ordinary people in extraordinary situations and uh, this this is a Excellent example, really. It's Clive Swift from Keeping Up Appearances and uh, a couple of Doctor Who's. Um, 
Caroline M. Blinden, who was the girl who was in a series called Claire in 1982, which was all about a gypsy family and the whole cult, looking into the whole culture. And Jacqueline Pierce, who was Servaland and Blake Seven, so excellent cast as well. Although it has kids in it, it's, it's not childish or yeah. for kids at all. It's very scary. It's, nice it's, it's, it's a really nice dark story. Very good indeed. Um, so it's it just a pure coincidence that Ali and I were watching Shadows from the first, well, basically series one to three, and we just this just happens to be the next episode we were watching. Um, so yeah, it was, I mean, I was going to go for professionals, but it's gone midnight, so I thought <laughs> maybe a 40, 25 minute thing rather than a 45 minute one. So. Oh well. We should go to bed and have nightmares now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Home in the dark now. That's what it's all about. I see the eggs, I'm laying on the floor. Yeah, I did actually see that one when it was first televised. It actually fit, quite unintentionally, it fits neatly from the previous thing we were watching, which was was (laughs) Batman with eggs, um, the the egg egg, uh, hatching and things like that. So Adam Adam and um, links into Batman because of Adam West. And... uh, Adam Adam West. Yeah, Adam Adam West. <laughs> Adam Adam West. Um, can we link... JG Reader was weird. <laughs> no. no, I think we're, we're stretching okay. it a bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you for your comments and for a memorable Sleep night of well. TV. Sleep well. Yeah. Sleep well, well, listeners. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Crash of fun. <laughs> 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 Will you stop making that noise? I'm trying to sleep. Oh, sorry, Yeti Uncle John. Wonderful to see you. Thank you so much for coming. You look pleased. I am pleased. Um, it's good news for Cromarty. Oh, yes, really? Yeah. Um, well, you know how he theorised the whole financial thing? Um, apparently, uh, he has got a bit of a raise at work. Not, not, not masses, but some. But um, also, he's been given a partial research grant. Um, so he can he can progress a bit more and if he can prove that the research is going the way it's supposed to he'll get the other half of the grant oh oh that's spooky it is a bit spooky isn't it no sign of yeti uncle john hearing from somebody he respects no no still can't work out who that would be coconut jim perhaps Mm, possibly um although yeah we don't mention him at the moment. Oh no, darling. Well, perhaps perhaps is for the best. Perhaps, perhaps. So, um, um, uh, what is it you wanted to uh, mention to me? Oh, darling, this is going to seem really odd. Okay. Come with me. Um, 
they're just finishing off in the kitchen, but... Uh, do, do I need a hard hat? <laughs> no, darling, it's fine. Um, yes. Um, come here. Stand, stand at the door. Who am I looking... What am I looking at? Well, that handsome young stud over there. Hello, Manny. <laughs> this is my friend Paul the Shy Yeti. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Just showing him the work. No, it's all done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looks so nice, Bettina. Yes, doesn't he? Bettina? Sorry, I can't help but stare. All right, have you got a good look? Yes, he's very handsome. Isn't he just, darling? Oh, gosh. Come on, let's go to the lounge. Douglas is just setting out some tea. Okay. <laughs> Bettina? Have <laughs> you brought me over here just to show, show off your young workman hunk? No, well, mm, not quite as simple as that, dear. Oh, is it not? I thought you were just going to crush on him. Oh, Manny is... Well, he is... But this is going to sound really weird. All right. It's uncanny, it really is. It, is it? Yes, darling. Oh, oh so uncanny. Okay. Why? Why is it uncanny? Well, you see, he's the spitting image of my beloved first boyfriend, Fernando. Oh, he is. It's, I swear it was him standing there in the room. Fernando? I've never heard you talk about Fernando. Oh, no, it was a very long time ago. I mean, the 50s. It was before I met Max. Um, yes. Oh, I was so in love with Fernando. Well, it's, it's not Fernando, is it? He, that, that guy looks like he's in his 20s or early 30s. Oh, he's 33, I've asked him, which is also weird. Is it? Yes. Oh. Fernando died when he was 33. Oh, I was devastated, absolutely devastated. Well, uh, I guess you must have been. It sounds like he was a bit older than you. Oh, he was. I loved an old man when I was younger. <laughs> oh, gosh. So what happened to Fernando? Oh, he died. He died. He died, you see. Oh, he worked as a roller skating waiter at a high-class restaurant in Mayfair, my darling. He did what? He was a roller skating waiter. It was a lovely restaurant, but it was at the top of this, uh, well, quite tall tower. It was quite new at the time. And uh, one day a pork chop bone got caught in the wheels of his skates whilst he was serving up on the open air balcony. And, well, as you can imagine, one does not survive a fall like that. He died in the arms of a passing Mountie on a holiday from Canada. Oh. I believe he sang a rather poignant version of Que Sera Sera to my darling Fernando in his final moments. I, well, I, I, I don't know what to say, Bettina. Que Sera Sera... Is this real? Does this happen? Oh, I know it sounds a bit like a black comedy or something. No, it's true. Fernando was a waiter, a roller skating waiter, on the 12th floor of this skyscraper that they built in Mayfair, on the edge of Mayfair. It's a hotel as well. And yes... Skating around he was. Somebody had dropped a pork chop bone, caught up in his wheels, and over he went. Yes, because he was up on the balcony, the open-air balcony part. There were railings, but uh, he was moving at speed, you see. 
went right over the edge. In a way, I wish I'd been there. In a way, oh, I had nightmares for years. And a bit about the Mountie that happened as well? Yes, yes. I can't remember what his name was, but I did speak to him. He was on holiday, as I say, from Canada, and yes, when I was just a little girl, I asked my mother, what shall I be? <sighs> he sung it to him. It was one of his favourite songs, you see, and uh, yes, it's the last thing he ever heard. Well, anyway, a long time ago. Wow. And Manuel looks like Fernando. Yes, darling. But he can't possibly be. No, darling, but uh, there are certain mannerisms, um, certain mannerisms, certain things he says. I mean, his looks are very similar. And uh, the other day I turned the radio on and you'll never guess what came on. Uh. Doris Day singing Case of Us Oh, that's spooky, Paul. How did you guess? Well, I thought that was probably where the story was leading. Yes, yes, it was. And? Uh, he mentioned something about it being his grandma's favourite song. <laughs> I guess I am old enough to be his grandma, if not his great-grandma. Oh, Bettina. I'm just thinking, though, you know. <laughs> Do you think he could be a reincarnation of, of Fernando? A reincarnation of Fernando? That does seem a little bit unlikely. You think? I don't know how these things work, darling. I mean, I thought I'd ask you your opinion. I know you've encountered all sorts of weirdness over the years. You know, meteor reincarnation of a former boyfriend wouldn't necessarily be that weird, not compared to some of the things you've been involved in. You're not wrong, Bettina, but, uh, I mean, how would we ever know? I don't really know anything about reincarnation. But, as you say, considering that things like ghosts and aliens and, um, you know... Um, seances and all that business, all, all those things have been proved to be actually real. Who's to say that reincarnation isn't real? I just don't know what to do. What can I achieve? Anyway, even if he was Fernando, he's not going to be interested in me. He wouldn't even recognise me now. I just I just wondered, you know, if he's been brought into my life for, for a reason. You know, like he came here and there was something particular he had to tell me. Uh, Mr. Trey, um, uh, I just need to let you know, I've turned the gas off because uh, uh, there's a leak and uh, uh, I've, I've just called a mate of mine, he's going to come and fix it. Oh, oh Manny, thank you. Um, uh, uh, how wonderful, I mean, I mean, how wonderful that you found it. Oh, gosh, that could have been quite nasty. Yeah, it's fine, we're fine. All right. <laughs> oh, gosh, I feel quite faint. Let's sit down, Bettina. Uh, well, it all makes sense, doesn't it? Uh, he was here for a reason. Fernando came here to tell me about the gas leak. It all makes sense now. Bettina, it wasn't Fernando. It was, it was Manny who found the gas leak. Yes, but 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 if he was Fernando, then, well, you know, uh, it has to mean something. Oh, look, I think it means that you're overtired. Um, I really, I really don't think... Um, well, anyway... Uh, madam, um, uh... I have, uh, I've laid out the tea. Oh, thank you, Douglas, thank you. No, no trouble. Good afternoon, Paul. <laughs> Mr Chandler. <laughs> no, Paul, that's fine. Yeah, nice to see you again. Oh dear, I hope he didn't overhear us. Sorry? I hope Douglas didn't overhear us talking. Well, he won't say anything to, to August, will he? He won't say what to who? Oh, August. Um, nothing, nothing. Oh, no... August, I need to tell you. I've been a silly woman. Well, you're not a silly woman. You're a lo 
lovely woman. No, no, I, I am quite silly. Oh. Uh, Paul, you tell him. Uh, are you sure? Yes, tell him. Uh, Bettina, uh, he thought that one of the workmen, uh, Manny... Oh, yes. Handsome fellow. Uh, yeah. Um, he, uh, uh, Bettina, well, she was under the impression, well, she thought that Manny might be the reincarnation of a former boyfriend from a very long time ago. Oh. Oh. Really? That must have been a bit of a surprise. Oh, darling. No, but it, 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 it's not real. I, I, I can't, um, no, I'm just being very silly. Uh, it can't possibly be him. It's difficult to tell with these sorts of things. He is rather lovely, but, uh, well, and uh, he's just discovered we had a gas leak, so we haven't got any gas until his friend comes to repair it. Oh, how dreadful. Gosh. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, as you were saying, it it's weird that he stirred up these memories, but... Um, I, I guess it's unlikely, and how would we ever know? Yes, darling, I'm just being very, very silly. No, darling, uh, you're not being silly. If that's what you felt, oh, you can't help that. I guess not. Oh, dear. No, 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 very silly. Silly, silly, silly. Yes. Oh, yes. Well, it was quite a surprise. It must have been. Yeah. Um, it can't be anything to do with the fortune cookie, though, surely. No. No. I guess not. I'm sorry that your, um, you know, your fortune was so general. I did have uh, um, quite a good download rating yesterday. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of those... Nights when you wake up and you find that somebody's downloaded, uh, you know, all of the episodes in, in one go. Does that happen, Paul? Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, not every month, but, uh, you know, every couple of months. There was one point last year where I think I had about 3,000 downloads or something, because it wasn't just one person, but a few people did that. Gosh, Paul, and I guess you didn't know why. Well, I didn't know who. Yes. <laughs> you look a bit querulous. I'm a bit querulous, yes. I'm just thinking, you know, the fortune cookie and uh, your luck coming true. I mean, the whole thing with uh, um, August's thing about a loved one arriving, well, that was always going to happen anyway, wasn't it? Yes, yes, I guess so. Mm. But but I don't get your point. 
Well, the, the whole business with um, Bettina and uh, the, the reincarnation of her old boyfriend, or, you know, she thought that Manny might be Fernando. Yes, yes. Oh, golly. Well, I mean, it sounds ridiculous, and yet any more ridiculous than fortune cookies? I, I, I don't know. But as you said to her, how would you ever prove it? I don't know. I guess if Manny had said to her, oh my goodness, aren't you my love from 70 years ago or 60 years ago or something, um, then, yeah, that would be a two-way thing. But that isn't what happened. No. It's very strange. Yeah, it's very strange. We're just reading into things. Um, Anyway. Listeners, that's all we've got time for. So... We shall say goodbye. Uh, been a bit of a funny episode. Fortune cookies. Um, Bettina's little story. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was worth going over there just for the afternoon tea. And um, getting a getting a look-see at Manuel. He was, yeah, he was quite impressive. Oh, Paul. <laughs> Sorry. Um, right, yes. So that is all we've got time for. Uh, we've got plenty of episodes in the can. So, yeah, we'll see you again soon. Okay. Bye-bye for now. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye, listeners. <laughs>
Yeah, it's just not something you need to apologise for. All right, darling, thank you. Um, say hi to your Uncle John when you go over there. I will. All right. Bye, Bettina. Goodbye, darling. One million kisses. One million and one kisses. Mwah, 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 mwah. <laughs> It's been good, but yeah, definitely time to come home now. Wow, real? No, kidding. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. Oh dear, <laughs> what's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. Well, uh, definitely think that uh, you've got a lot to be thankful for. You know, um, it's uh, not everyone who could uh, bring up those magpies, um, you know, bring them back from their sort of riotous uh, um, former lives um, of late, uh, you know, get them back on the straight and narrow, make them respect you and... uh, you know, you've got a lot to be thankful for, and uh, you know, successful business. Um, you know, it, it's a, it, you're a different man than you were, um, you know, when you were in Shane Jail. Um, Yeti Uncle John, what? Oh, oh, Paul, I didn't see you there. Yeti Uncle John, what were you doing? I was just, uh, I was just. Um, were you cheating? Well, what do you mean, Paul? Were you cheating? That sounds very much like you were being honoured by somebody you respect. Whatever do you mean, Paul? Well, you were looking in the mirror, talking to yourself, and telling yourself how clever you were. Now, I was wondering who it might be that you respected the opinion of. You know, I don't think you respect my opinion particularly, nor Cromarty's. Probably not Bettina's. Um, that's not very nice. I, I, I respect you all. Yeah, well, maybe... But the person you respect most is yourself. Come on, admit it. That's the only reason I can think of that you've been standing in front of a mirror telling yourself how how good you were. Well, it's all part of my affirmation training, you know? Oh, not that again. Yes, Paul, he's very positive. Do you still do those classes in the taxi? I do. People pay a little bit more. They sit in the back of the taxi and I tell them how wonderful they are and, you know, they, they, they send me a little bit, uh, you know, their CV and I, and I just uh, embellish it. And they, they always feel refreshed and empowered. <sighs> OK, well, I'm glad. I'm glad. Oh, you, you were about to walk in just as I was uh, practising. Uh, well, it looks like all the fortunes came true. Yeah, I, I, I guess so. I mean... It does sort of count. Well, I guess you are your biggest fan. Yeah, I don't like to put it like that, Paul. 
but, but it's true um, maybe mm. definitely alright um, I have things I need to talk to you about but uh, you know uh, is there room in, in this magpie hut for uh, um, you and your ego and me uh, plus the magpies of course sit down oh dear oh dear well um there is some things I want to talk to you about involving Ick and some plans and I, I sorry listeners I don't really want to um share it with you oh you didn't tell me the listeners were here oh have they heard me talking about myself again I believe they have oh well oh never mind you're a self-fulfilling prophecy if you Uncle John um anyway listeners uh, I've got to have a private meeting with uh, Yeti Uncle John so uh uh, you'll find out eventually, but um, yeah, just need to have a a word. Oh, all right then. Oh, so bye, bye for now, listeners. Yep, bye for now, listeners. Um, I promise you, you, you'll you'll hear all about it soon. It's a mystery to me, so uh, yeah. Well, anyway, have they gone? No, I think they're still listening. Uh, what do we do? We wait until they go. Uh, are they going? I think they're mostly gone. I want to hear what you've got to say. But I can't tell them yet. Um, I need to talk to you about this. Just you. Listeners. Go on. I'm sorry. You'll have to wait. Sometimes there have to be secrets. I think they're going. Yeah. I think think they're gone, Paul. It's all right. I'm just going to wait another moment. Yep. Yeah, I think they're gone now. Oh, marvellous. So, what have you got to tell me? Well, you see, I thought that the best way to get it back would be to, um, anyway. So, uh, yes. That's it. Oh my god, there's nothing I like better is when another new episode of the Shy Life Podcast comes out. Vegeta <laughs> Dupre's pretty cool. Boy, I hope Nick Goodman is on this episode. <laughs> oh, I think that was a wonderful episode, don't you, Toppy? I sure do. <laughs> uh... Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hi, listeners. Um, we've just watched one of the films I brought along, The Good Liar from 2019 with Ian McKellen and, and Helen Mirren. Um, it went down pretty well. Um, guys, what did you think? I, I love the fact that um, the lead character, male lead, lead character, is very strong from the beginning, but the female lead character is the one that um, get, gets the final curtain, which, which is really nice. I, I do like that. I do like that. Yeah. Without putting any spoilers in yeah. <laughs> I I thought it was one of the best films I've seen in a long, long time. Um, and certainly one of the best... Um, 20, well, but best films in the last 10 years that I've ever seen. Um, Ian McKellen was exceedingly well, so well, so was Helen Mirren. I, when it started, because you very cannily didn't tell me anything about it, 
Um, so I, I didn't know what to expect. So I thought ah, it's going to be a sort of um, uh, late in life rom com, and I'm so glad it was. So that they, you know, after the first interview where you first meet the characters, it suddenly turns into something completely different, and uh, there's loads of twists. It's actually a thriller, mm. and um, I yeah, I, I, a very satisfying end and uh, very clever, very very clever script. And um, yeah, I, I, I just loved it. Yeah, it's terrific. Um, and um, exceedingly well shot, the nice location work. and In, uh, Ber- in Berlin and Berlin. London. And London. Um, and London. And older actors used very well, um, which you don't always get these days. Um, but no, it, it uh, showcased them really well. And. Uh, and Russell, um, Russell Tovey had a good part in it. Russell Tovey did very well. Yes, he was. Uh, he, he, he he played an important part. An important part in it. But I like things like that. The twists that keep you on your toes and and um, really deliver in spades. So uh, I, think well, Russell, I think Russell Tovey is one of the few younger actors, although he's not that young anymore. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Russell. <laughs> um, uh, if I know he's, if I find he's in, in something, I think, oh, yeah. that's good. At least, yeah, you, you yeah. know, you, you, yeah, it was nice yeah, to see him yeah. with the sticky out ears, bless him. <laughs> um, but no, he's uh, again, uh, he's one of those things where it, pretty well everything is not what it seems, and um, that's that's entertainment, folks. But uh, yeah, so we're going to, uh, um, we'd like to say much. We're going to get it. Yeah, I'm. I'm on. I'm doing that. And my, my my wife is doing that as we speak. It's so only four ninety nine. There is actually it is actually available on Blu-ray. So. But oh, we get a bigger accolade you cannot <laughs> wish for, really. Um, but we wish it to be that. Yeah, I was. I was trying to work out. Had had I lent it? Had I didn't think I'd watched it with you, but I thought maybe I'd lent it to you. Yeah. But um, actually, it didn't come out until. Around the time of the of the pandemic, mm. so uh, I, I didn't see you for months and months. So I wouldn't have had a chance to have, have even lent it to you. So, don't um, I, no, just, just buy me a drink. I, it was seven ninety nine. So just buy me a drink. Tomorrow. Uh, will will do. So, thank you, thank you. Well, let's. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And <laughs> we'll, um, the the good liar listeners uh, highly recommended. And uh, I have to say, despite um, the good liar within the good liars within it. Everything we've said in this review is true. true. <laughs> <laughs> or is it? thing I've ever heard. Testing, testing, one, two, three.